Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Raise Your Bars podcast and our final episode of our Leadership Lessons with Ted Lasso series. Man, it's been it's been fantastic. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I'm here with my co-host, Chris Baker. I'm Albert Tan. And today we're really diving into the concept of servant leadership, which is honestly, Chris, it's one of my favorite topics. And I think it's, yeah, I it's the way that... Um, the way that truly effective leaders lead is right. servant leadership. Um, and again, it's inspired by the one and only Ted Lasso. And if you haven't watched the Ted Lasso series on Apple TV plus, then we highly recommend you go do that. Yeah. So in this episode, we're going to explore uh, how Ted consistently puts the needs of his team before his own. And that's really embodying yeah. the essence of servant leadership. So hey, what a great topic, Chris. Absolutely. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And I, I agree with you, servant leadership. And the, 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 the beauty of this, it really encompasses all of the episodes that we've done so far, mm -hmm. right? And it ties them all together, puts a bow on them. And, um, you know, before we get started, though, Al, let's remind people, listen, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the podcast, yes. right? Share it with your fellow Tad, uh, Ted Lasso loving friends, Um Follow us on social media, share it on social media. If you are serious about growing yourself and your teams, your children, whoever it is that you want around you, then, you know, this is the place to be. So Absolutely. let's jump right in. So lesson number one is the power of listening. Mm -hmm. right? now, Ted Lasso is a master at this. He listens not only to what his players say, but also to what they don't say. That's key right he pays attention to their body language and their emotions and as a leader it's crucial to create an environment where your team feels heard so here's your first lesson take time to actively listen to your team members yeah, ask open-ended questions encourage them to share their thoughts and their feelings and make them feel valued and understood you know what, Chris, just about that, I think the, the key word in this, that last sentence you just read is actively. Yes. Actively listening. Yes. Um, because I, and again, folks, just think about this for a minute. How many times when somebody's saying something to you, speaking to you, mm -hmm. you are already formulating your response in your mind. Yeah. And not saying we can't multitask, but you can't multitask well for, for long, right? You're yeah. not fully paying attention and engaged in the conversation if you're already formulating your response or if you're mm -hmm. waiting for them to take a breath so you can jump in with your response. And I think a lot of people miss that actively listen part. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 again, it's looking at that body language and their emotions, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, they could be saying one thing, but their face is saying another. Right. And we we see it with with spouses, with kids, with teammates, with with um, siblings, with friends, whatever. You can see it all over the place. Right. And and this active listening is a huge, huge skill It's one that can be learned. Right? But you really need to work on it because there are so many distractions available now Absolutely. that it's very, very easy to not be present and pay attention to what they're doing because you are multitasking which actually is a the, fallacy you can't yeah, do it you can't right? you can't focus on more than one thing at a time even the fastest computer in the world is doing one thing at a time yes so learn from that it, it's funny because as soon as you said spouse I'm, the, the immediate thing picture that came to my mind is my wife saying i told you that last night right and you're going 
I don't remember you telling me that. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure you have. I've, I'm sure you've heard that from your spouse too at some point. I remember yeah. that time. Anyways, but so uh, number two, our lesson number two is is all about empathy and understanding. And actually, I think we talked a little bit of empathy in our last yep. episode as well. But it, it's such an important um, uh, skill set. Or uh, you know, we measure empathy in emotional intelligence when we do assessments mm -hmm. on. And having that strong empathy score and emotional intelligence is, is it's a, it's a great asset to have. Anyways, no, Ted, Ted doesn't just listen, but he genuinely cares about his team's well-being. And let's face it, folks, your team knows when you're faking the care for oh, them. Yeah. Um, and, and it goes back to, you know, it, it starts with you not actively listening <laughs> to them, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he understands their challenges, their fears and aspirations. And, and this is really a key aspect of servant leadership. I have a great friend of mine locally here and he's, he's got, he's great at asking the question. You know, everybody asks, how are you doing? How are you doing? What's the canned response? I'm fine. I'm good. It's good. You know, it's busy, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. We all those canned comeback responses. But if he, if, when he asks, how are you doing? And I say, oh, I'm doing good. He goes, how do you know? Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, it shocks me out of that canned response or right. his canned comeback to my response and actually gets the conversation going. Yeah. We need to show this genuine empathy towards our teams, towards our family, towards our spouses, towards, you know, those people in our community we come into contact with. And with especially with our team, we need to understand their struggles. We need to celebrate their successes and be there for, for them both during the highs and the lows it's really right. easy to be in, in in with somebody when everything's going well but when it's not going so well that's when people really need you to come mm -hmm. alongside them and that's where that empathy plays such a part it does and i i actually we were talking um in in the emerging leaders lessons that i'm facilitating at disney this week we were talking about what's the difference between sympathy and empathy right and sympathy is like saying oh i feel sorry for you right Whereas empathy is, I I understand, right? mm -hmm. and that understanding is huge, and and that's why the, these lessons you may say we well we're repeating some of these we are, but we're tying them all together, right? Because if you look at, at the the empathy and understanding, it follows on from active listening. Absolutely. If you don't actively listen, you can't show empathy numbers understanding, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you do, it's going to be false, and mm -hmm. like. You know, Al, like you said there, I love that that um, that comeback with the how are you feeling and it's how do you know. Again, it's asking those open-ended questions like we said in The Power of Listening, right? So, Absolutely. you know, if somebody says, oh, I'm, I'm doing great, so oh, that's great. What is it that's going so well that, that that's making you feel that way, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. and the same if someone went, well, I'm not too bad. I'm, I'm like a little down. Okay, so what is it that's, uh, that, that's making you feel that way? How can I help you, right? Yeah, exactly. and, how can I help? Yeah. Yeah. So and I heard Brene Brown. Sorry. sorry I, cut, yeah, I, I, was, I was formulating my response. Right? <laughs> you took a breath and I jumped in. I'm sorry about that, my friend. But I think about Brene Brown, what she says when she's talking about empathy, she actually says, you know, it's not like really feeling for them or you're trying to fix their problem. It's like, you know what? I'm so glad you told me that. I'm yeah. so glad you trusted me enough to tell me that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, let me, let me walk with you through this. Right. Right. And, and I think that's a really just a good way of looking at, yeah. at showing and expressing empathy towards others. Absolutely. And, and I don't think you necessarily need to 
have all the answers and the solutions, right? It's just the fact that you listen to somebody and they feel heard. Very yeah. often that is the biggest cure, yeah. right? It's just, it's just doing that. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm going through it with one of my friends at the moment. And again, it's like, it, it, it's just being there and just listening. All right. And supporting them and, mm -hmm. and saying, Hey, you're not alone. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. Huge, huge, huge thing. So let's go on to lesson number three. That's leading by example. Again, we've covered that recently, but Ted Lasso really embodies this principle every day. He sets the standard for hard work, for dedication and positivity. And as a leader, you must be the role model for your, you, that your team needs. All right. You've got to demonstrate the behavior and attitude that you want to see in your team. And as we've said before, your actions will speak louder than words. People will do what people see, not what people say. Yeah. All right. So really pay attention to that um, yeah. and lead by lead by example. Yeah. And I would even just say, you know, look at your team and how are they responding to different situations, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for me, working retail for so many years, uh, I walk into my store, pick up garbage. Yep. Along the way. Yep. If your team's not doing that, then we have a problem. Right. Right. If, if there should be, you know, uh, I wanting them to be lead, led by example. Right. So, yeah. yeah and, it's really you probably find there, Al, as well, that they just they see you doing it and you don't even have to say anything to them, but they will then start picking trash up itself themselves because they go, Well, if Al can do it and, and, and he sees it, then you mm -hmm. know, really maybe we should be doing that too, right? Absolutely. And so they self-govern. So yes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, lesson number four, folks. Lesson number four is about trust and delegation. Now, Ted Ted Lasso trusts his team to do their jobs and he actually empowers them to make decisions mm -hmm. and this trust not only boosts morale but also allows each team member to grow themselves individually as well right yeah well, trust your team's abilities and delegate responsibility accordingly give them the autonomy to make the decisions and then watch them flourish yes there has to be guidelines yes there has to be policies and procedures and stuff like that but you know I was always told way back in the day and people can agree with me or disagree with it, but to be effective manager, effective leader, delegate everything possible. And, yeah. and, and I do, and mm -hmm. I, I have, and I've empowered and right. it's made the team feel more valuable and it's freed me up to work on the bigger picture of the, of growing the business yeah. versus doing the work in the business. There's multiple things we could teach on on this, Al, to be honest. And it's, um, you know, we're scratching the surface with this, folks. And if you want to learn more about how we how you can develop and how we can help you, you really want to come and join our Facebook groups because we will over the, the coming months and years, we'll dive into this and we'll offer different programs and so on to help you. But mm -hmm. as a as a leader, you know, you, you should be able to step away from your business and it run seamlessly. Yes. All right. The, that is the to me, that is the real indication that you've got a solid leadership. Right. Mm -hmm. And and that you're empowering your team to do it. If you step away from that business and it falls apart. Don't look at that and say, I'm the rock that's holding all of this up. Look at that and say, I'm doing something wrong here. Right. Yeah. Because this business relies on me and it shouldn't do. All right. And if I can add to that. Yes. If you're afraid to leave your business because you think it's going to fall apart. Yep. Then you're doing something wrong as well. And I'm right. blunt with you. You're not yep. 
being an effective leader or empower or trainer or developer. Yeah. That's not the way to run your business and Correct. you're limiting your potential growth in your business. If yeah. that's what you're doing. And yeah. I, Chris, you and I know like we've, I, okay. Over the last few weeks, we've talked to numerous businesses about a program sales and training program we have available. And these numerous businesses a few of them, a handful of them, and they're like, this is amazing. It's just what I've been looking for. And some of them are going, no, I'm fine. Oh, you're not interested in growing your sales? Eh, we're doing okay. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, I've been doing this for 30 years. I know what I'm doing. I'm fine. Okay. Then you're going to be exactly where you're at right? for the rest of your career, where we know, we know because we're dealing with stores, Chris, one of your stores that you're facilitating this program for is up in sales really really quite quite substantial and they attribute a large portion of that increase to the training that their sales team and leadership yeah. team is getting in our program yeah so it it blows my mind like literally cannot believe it draw on the floor yeah. when people say nah we're okay yeah it's true and if and if you if you if you don't if you don't if you are that. afraid to walk away from your business it means you don't trust your team yeah. And therefore your team won't trust you. And what yep. will happen is that because you don't delegate and give them responsibility and help them to grow, they will leave your business. Absolutely. But rest assured, they're not leaving your business. They're leaving you. Yes. Yeah. All right. So trust and delegation is huge. Right? And we, we really need you to, to work on that. And, uh, and again, we've got programs that will help you with that. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, Take take heed and and put weave all these things together. So, yeah. let's move on to lesson five. Um, as I say, we could we could talk for hours on each of these, but let with lesson five is handling adversity. Wow, this is something that whatever happens, adversity arises. Right? Um, mm -hmm. I did cover conflict resolution yesterday, and conflict again. The idea the the ideal way to handle con conflict resolution is to to head off the conflict before it arises right and Ideally, yes yeah and handling adversity is the same but things will happen right and ted lasso faces numerous challenges but he always maintains his composure and his optimism he doesn't dwell on failures but he uses them as opportunities for growth so when facing adversity stay positive and focused on solutions right Again, it's the it's the windshield and the and the rearview mirror. The windshield is far bigger than the rearview mirror. Why? Because we need to pay more attention to where we go in than we do about where we've been. Absolutely. All right. So embrace setbacks. Look at them as learning experiences that can make you and your team stronger. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm just gonna let that settle in for a minute. Yeah. Lesson number six uh celebrate celebrate the wins together mm -hmm. uh, you know ted knows the importance of celebrating victories no matter how small and this really fosters this sense of belonging and it motivates his team to keep striving for success you know yeah. chris I, you, you know we we both do coaching uh, private coaching as well mm -hmm. and and one of the things that i do in in my coaching is if my client is setting a goal and our next call is two weeks down the road and they actually achieve that goal or have a win. Um, I want them to message me right away. Yeah. I don't want to wait for their next call. Mm -hmm. I want to rate with them in that moment, that success, because you know what? Yeah. We're going to hit walls. 
those 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 um that adversity that chris just talked about in the last last point it's going to happen yeah we really need to draw on the feeling of that last win at times to help us get through the current setback or adversity we're facing mm-hmm. that gives us the fuel to push through it because we want that that good feeling of the win again and so many people get yes. trapped in that adversity and they don't celebrate the wins and they focus on the negative and then and, and then everything spirals out of control right yeah. so we need we need to celebrate these individual and team achievements as they arise mm-hmm. recognize and appreciate the hard work and dedication of your team that is a powerful motivator i did a leadership game with a local company today and one of the things was we would just like a little bit more communication yeah. and recognition yeah mission for the work that we do and it wasn't monetary it was the it was the verbal hey mm-hmm. you're doing a great job thank you and that's what they really wanted more of yeah i would challenge you to to uh, to think about this you know if you're a, a leader a business owner or a parent when was the last time that you truly recognized and appreciated somebody else mm-hmm. uh, and again as al says it's uh, recognition is not monetary Right. In fact, the best recognition is free. Is that just that personal? Hey, I appreciate what you've done today. Right. You've done an amazing job and thank you for that. Whatever it is, right, it doesn't matter. But do it genuinely. Right. Mean it. Be authentic about it and, mm-hmm. and, and integrous about it. And I promise you, your team will respond positively. Right. Yeah. And when you can get them recognizing each other for doing a great job that again is creating that momentum and that culture of recognition and appreciation throughout your organization. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. True. So folks, now it's your turn. Time for your assignment. (laughs) We, we -hmm. always want to give you something to, to apply these leadership lessons and these lessons from Ted Lasso and put them actually into your own life. So what we want you to do is the following, and, we, and we'll put these in the, the episode notes. And if you're, you're watching on social media, we'll put it in the comments in there. But mm-hmm. the first one is a listening exercise. So you're listening? Right, good. So over the next week, right, practice active listening. Practice it with your team or your colleagues, again, or your spouse or, you, or your kids. Mm-hmm. Make an effort to understand their perspective and feelings. Yeah, really good. Number two, an empathy journal. Mm. Now keep a journal where you record moments when you showed empathy and understanding towards others and reflect on how it impacted your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Number three, lead by example challenge. Identify one area in your work where you can lead by example. You know, set the standard for your team and then observe the effects that that has. Mm-hmm. Next. If you don't, you know, this is following the following the teaching points we just had here. Next yep. is trust and delegation. Delegate a task to a team member. Give them the autonomy to make decisions and offer guidance and support as needed, which yeah. means you stay, staying out of it. Let, right. them, let them go, right? Let right. them try. Yeah. Yeah. Number five is handling adversity reflection. Right? Think about a recent setback or a challenge at work. Write down how you handled it and what you learned from the experience. Very all good. of these things are pretty simple, all yeah. right? But but you need to spend time working on them each yeah. of these. 
and really, if you don't evaluate what you learn from those setbacks, then you haven't really learned anything. Right. And you're probably, you're probably doomed to repeat it. Anyway, yeah. so next to the last one, celebration time. Plan a small celebration with your team for an achievement, no matter how minor. Recognize their contributions and enjoy the moment together. This doesn't have to cost lots of money. Buy them a pizza lunch. You know, bring in coffee and donuts in the morning. Something simple just to recognize yeah. what they've done. Or, or even just try this, right? Sit down with them um, with a cup of coffee and just say, hey, I, I noticed this week X, right? And whatever it is that you that you saw. Mm -hmm. Does anyone else want to share anything that they've seen that that they that that impressed them or that they you know they appreciated uh, amongst the team? Great. Right now, the first time you do it, to be honest, you're going to have to cajole them a little bit and move them along. But yeah. eventually, if you do that every team meeting, they'll start coming up with things. All right, mm -hmm. and and you watch that culture grow. But Absolutely. it starts with one small thing, like all of these things. Yep. So. Remember, guys, leadership is a journey, right? And these lessons from Ted Lasso can help you become a better servant leader. And we, we'd love to hear about your experiences and insights. So again, feel free to share them with us on social media. And if you do so, use the, the hashtag Ted Lasso Leadership uh, and Al and I will see it and we'll, we'll definitely respond to you. Absolutely. And, and that, folks, wraps up our lessons in leadership from the Ted Lasso series. So... Thank you for joining us on this journey of learning and growth. And of course, stay tuned for much more exciting content coming down the road. And until next time, uh, be the Ted Lasso of your own leadership journey. And don't forget, folks, follow us on social media. Go to Raise Your Bars on Facebook. Search Raise Your Bars on Facebook. You'll find us in our private Facebook yep. group. And of course, if you got some value from this, please share it with friends and family and coworkers. And we'll see you next time. Absolutely. Have a good Thanks, everyone.